Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No. These are the other stories. <laughs> <laughs> If you've got a podcast or maybe a small business, and I mean even a teeny tiny business, the kind of business that you can operate from the tip of your little finger, then did you know that you can advertise it here on The Other Stories? If you're interested, get in touch via our website, theotherstories.net forward slash contact. Also, hardcover pre-orders of our new book are still live. Go grab The Other Stories Best of Collection, which features 30 of the show's best stories. Featuring grisly horror, mind-bending sci-fi and thrilling gut-rippers with a foreword by modern horror extra-orphanaire Michael David Wilson. Go check out the book and the amazing cover designed by Piper over at theotherstories.net forward slash bestof. Today's episode of The Other Stories is Six Degrees of Kelly O'Hare written by Carolyn O'Brien and narrated by Persephone Rose. Frank took a deep breath. He was about to tell the story again. He looked at the man across the table and blew out a whistle through puckered lips. It was a Sunday, he began. I was removing the advertisements and flyers from the folded newspapers as usual when I saw the wall calendar. A note had been stuck on the cover that said, pay it forward. As I flipped through the pages, checking out the pictures, a stick figure of a person on the February page caught my eye. 
so I paused there to take a better look. The figure was in the block of February 14. It triggered a memory from my days as a medical examiner. On February 14, 13 years ago, a young girl was murdered. A stick figure had been carved into her flesh. The awful night replayed in my mind. As I washed the bloody cadaver that night, the gruesome sight was revealed. I'll never forget the splits in the thin skin that covered the shins, exposing the bones. They trailed upward, over the kneecaps, and cut deep into the thighs. From the hip bones, slices angled inward and joined at the navel. A capital letter T marked the torso. A deep gash extended from belly button to trachea like a burn from a laser beam and a horizontal slash ran from one shoulder to the other. Exaggerated suicide cuts ran the length of each arm. A large circle outlined the face, similar to the fresh scars I've seen on women who've had major facelift surgery. But this girl was far too young for that. When I realized it was Kelly O'Hare, I was heartbroken, both for her family and myself. The O'Hares were my neighbors at the time. Kelly would knock on my door every Sunday after church. She'd bring a basket casserole for us to share. Looking back on it, I think her mother saw me as the lonely bachelor. Kelly would talk about her boyfriends a lot. One in particular, an artist. Sounded like the perfect guy for her. Boy, was I proven wrong. He murdered her after she broke it off. He only got ten years. Anyway, when I saw the stick figure, I collapsed into the nearest chair and blinked the fog from my vision. According to the calendar that I was looking at, February 14th was on a Saturday. Since the date fell on a Sunday this year, I knew because it was Valentine's Day, the day my girlfriend makes sure I remember, I immediately thought that the twisted freak that gave me the gruesome reminder also gave me an out-of-date calendar. Filled with rage, I began erasing the pencil-drawn character one limb at a time. One leg, then the other. Then an arm, the other arm. The trunk, the eyes, mouth, and head. It was like playing hangman in reverse. The room began to spin, but I blamed it on my fury. At least, at first. When I lifted my head, I felt discombobulated. He laughed at the word choice. The wallpaper was wrong, and yet it was familiar. Then I remembered it was the wallpaper in my kitchen before I changed it ten years ago. Through the window, I could see Kelly, alive, and walking her dog. The phone on the counter rang, so I snatched it off its charger. It was Bill O'Hare, asking me to man the grill at the barbecue. I was speechless, and when he asked if I had forgotten about the neighborhood get-together, I asked him where he lived. After a long, awkward silence, he said, It'll be in the cul-de-sac? As if he thought I misspoke, and the answer to my question was obvious. His number was in the caller ID memory, so I promised to call him back, and I hung up. At that point, I figured I was dreaming. 
One of those lucid dreams, the kind where you know you're dreaming. And if that were the case, maybe I would be able to control the outcome. Right then, I decided that I was going to change what happened that sad day. Carpe opportunitate. Seize the opportunity. I called Bill and declined the invitation. I honestly don't recall exactly what I did during the hours prior to the festivities 13 years ago, but I do remember hoping I wouldn't get a call into work because I would not have an easy time maneuvering through the commotion in my cul-de-sac. So without making a plan or having a strategy, I grabbed my hunting rifle and drove to the view before the preparation activities began. On my way there, I stopped at a mini-mart and purchased a meatball sub. Kelly and her boyfriend were already assembling the tent for a weekend of camping when I arrived. I crouched behind a rotted-out tree stump, prepared for a two-hour wait. An hour passed and I unwrapped my sub. What I hadn't considered is that the killer would show up earlier to lie in wait for the perfect time to strike. As soon as I spotted the guy hiding in the brush, I knew I had Kelly's killer. I knew exactly who the killer was and what he looked like. I didn't hesitate. I tossed the last few bites of my sandwich in a slushy mound of snow and picked up the hunting rifle that I leaned against the stump. Frank simulated his words and looked through an imaginary scope. Bang. He mimicked the kick from the gun blast. After the blast, the forest began to spin, colors melting, shapes morphing. I felt sick to my stomach. The feeling was a flash from the past in more ways than one, let me tell you. Anyway, I squeezed my eyes shut and pressed the heels of my palms into the sockets. When I opened them, I was lying on my bunk and the ceiling was so close to my face that I thought I was in a coffin. I thought I was still dreaming. The man across the table from Frank said, But you didn't really believe it was all a dream, did you? Frank didn't know whether or not the question was rhetorical, but it made him comfortable enough to go on. Needless to say, I soon became aware of where I was and what crime I had committed. Frank looked at the man. Why didn't the forest critters eat that damn sandwich? The man said, I'm not a cop or a lawyer. I'm Susan Rudy's brother. My sister told me about the phone call you two shared and I found out who you were by tracing your cell number. Frank felt the need to defend himself. Listen, I'm not a pervert. He took another deep breath and enlightened the man on the facts that led up to the phone call. I saw the photo of a familiar-looking woman on the television screen. It turned out to be Kelly O'Hare. I felt validated. I was actually transported back in time that day. Someone did give me the opportunity to make sure Kelly O'Hare had her future. I'll admit that, at the moment, I gave myself a pat on the back. I was interested to know about the accomplishment the woman had achieved thanks to me, but when I read the caption under the photo, labeling Kelly the woman behind all those criminal acts, I was devastated. A reporter interviewed a woman named Susan Rudy. Susan's husband was one of many whom fell victim to Kelly O'Hare's charms. They were newlyweds. So you regretted your decision to save Miss O'Hare's life? Frank hesitated. It sounded like a trick question. 
I saw an opportunity to pay it forward, he said. I removed the calendar from between the books on my bookshelf. After changing the year on the front to one year prior to the apprehensions, I found the month of April and circled the 11th, the date I read the bad news. I tore a square of paper from the post-it notes near the phone, stuck it on the cover of the calendar, and wrote, Pay it forward on the yellow slip. It wasn't hard to find Mrs. Rudy's contact info, not with all the technology available to literally everyone. She lived two hours away, so I decided to travel the following Saturday. When I arrived at the correct street, I parked my car and walked the rest of the way. As I passed the house, I threw the calendar onto the walkway and continued around the block so as not to attract attention. When I reached my car, I saw the mail truck parked nearby and the mailman delivering the mail on that street. So I stopped at a diner about 45 minutes later and gave her a call. I told her that there was a way to get her husband out of jail, and that seemed to grab her attention. While we were on the phone together, she located the date on the calendar that I circled. She even erased the circle like I told her, and then silence, followed by muffled voices, one male and one female. Susan came back on the line claiming that her husband was home and whatever we did had worked. I did my best to explain that she was transported to 12 months before her husband's arrest and that she had time to stop her husband from being manipulated by Kelly O'Hare. Before she disconnected the call, I heard her say, Psycho. Relax, said the stranger, and then another long pause. This time he wanted to be sure to get his words in order. I'm not saying I believed my sister when she told me that her husband would have gone to jail if it weren't for her, but I will tell you that she believed your time travel story. She and her husband were missing their wedding rings until, well, that was proof enough for her that they hadn't gotten married yet. Frank smiled. I appreciate the update. Actually, I'm here to give you this. The man slid the calendar across the table. Are you paying it forward by helping me break out? Something like that. I want you to make sure Sam Rudy goes to jail before he starts beating my sister. Kill him, if that's easiest. Why don't you do it? Frank asked and demanded. Susan won't cooperate. She still loves the jackass. Without her scribbling something for me to erase... He trailed off. Frank opened the calendar and drew a smiling face on January 1st. Erase that. Mrs. Rudy's brother grew impatient. His words seemed to come from his throat. You already paid it forward. Look, my sister killed a woman for her wife-beating husband. The same guy who would have been locked away if it wasn't for you. The murder happened seven months ago, and we thought all worries were behind her. But new witnesses saw her leaving the crime scene with EpiPens that presumably belonged to the victim. The victim, Kelly O'Hare, died due to an allergic reaction while in a public cafe. Whoa, I wanted to give your sister the opportunity to stop her husband from getting involved with Miss O'Hare. I never mentioned murder. 
Frank lay on the thin mattress on the upper bunk in his cell, the ceiling only inches from his face. I wish I were in a coffin, he thought. He had 23 hours to decide which day he'd prefer to alter. He pondered how many lives would be affected this time. Intervening in life's grim realities is going to be the death of me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. Six Degrees of Kelly O'Hare was written by Carolyn O'Brien, narrated by Persephone Rose, edited by Carl Hughes with music by Game Dev Market and Tom Robson, and sound effects provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spoon of Carry On House. Persephone Rose plans to live long enough with the help of cybernetic augmentations to travel to the stars and make extraterrestrial friends. When she isn't performing satanic rituals, she scrapes by as a writer and voice actor of things that are not always for the faint of heart. Through the hardcover pre-orders of our new book, The Other Story's Best Of Collection, are available and there's a limited stock. The paperbacks and e-books will be available on Amazon and all good bookselling platforms from the 1st of August. So, go grab one today, share the love, spread the horror and support the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. You'll get episodes one week early, monthly bonus episodes, and juicy extras. You can join our book club, movie club, and writing exercises over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver. T-shirts, mugs, posters, and comic books are available at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. And you can get help with your short stories and your podcasts by heading to theotherstories.net forward slash services. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.